Hello everyone, I'm Karma Cut. And I'm Moidog, and welcome to Command Comms. A podcast where we talk about everything and anything related to tactical shooters. Alright, well, uh, nice little week off, I guess we can say. Um, mm -hmm. we, we're starting off with episode 12, which if you're keeping up with our episodes, that would be what you thought it would have been last week, but I'm going to be honest, there's not a lot going on with tactical shooters or yeah. squad or insurgency or any of the games that we normally talk about. Uh, it's kind of dry out there. It's pretty slow. Everyone's kind of chugging along. I I'm getting some, we can talk about this maybe a little bit as well. Just some weird vibes from, I think all of the <laughs> studios. Yeah. I mean, uh, we're hitting a little bit of a rough patch just to mention, like I know Tarkov, there's been a lot of issues re recently as well, whether it be, like a lot of the desync, like I've been on the Reddit looking, there's a lot of desync issues. I know people have been losing their keys that they've put in their containers as they go into uh, raids yep. last week. Like, uh, I know Insurgency Sandstorm actually released a patch, which was pretty cool, but they had a little controversy re relating to the uh, skins that they were planning to release. Um, Hell at Loose <laughs> has been quietly chugging along, right? Hell at Loose is kind of kind of going on in the background. But Postscriptum's yep. dead quiet, Squad's still trying to kick V2 out of the door. Yeah. That's that's pretty much the state of things and how things have been for a little bit now. And there's nothing really newsworthy, I think, that we can touch on um, regarding any of those games, aside from maybe Sandstorm, which is a cool cool little update. Check it out if you can. Um, add a couple new guns. Well, so out of all... I know we have some stuff that we do want to talk about today, but out of all of those ones, do you have one that you, you think is like, hey, this is actually exciting. I kind of want to play this one. These updates are, are keeping me interested. Or... You're just kind of like, eh, I'll go play something completely different right now. Um, So I played the Sandstorm update just because uh, I actually had no idea that there was a Sandstorm update. I was just going to play Sandstorm <laughs> to play Sandstorm. And there's an update the exact day I was going to play. And uh, yeah, th that game is very interesting. I did a video on it, but it's it's mainly like every time I go back to that game, like it's one of those games where I look at all the independent features and functions of the game. And it's like, it's like, oh, my God, this is the makings of an amazing tactical shooter. <laughs> But then I play the game modes and it's just like stand in the circle cap, stand in the circle cap, stand yeah. in the circle cap as just is just meh. But like compared to squad and postscriptum and, and hell at loose, like Sandstorm has you got tactical reloads, you got weapon customization, you've got AI for co-op versus AI. Yep. Uh, you've got off map call ins like the other games. You've got picture in picture scopes. You now have variable scopes, which, which means you can use a magnifier like in Tarkov and go one yep. times to two times. And there's an animation for that. There's a whole bunch of you can pick stuff up off the ground. Uh, they have workable doors that you can blow blow up or shoot the hinges off or kick down. You look at all these features and you listen to them and you're like, God damn, those are some awesome features. <laughs> you can even scavenge magazines of the same caliber of the weapon that you're using off weapons that have dropped from people that you've killed. Uh, you can like if someone has a C4 and they get killed and they drop the C4 on the ground, if you throw a grenade near that C4, it explodes. There's some mm. really cool stuff in that game, but like when they try to put it all together and when I play it after every update, because all the updates, they're mainly just adding content. There's no real game changing yep. things in that in those updates. It's like, well, it's it's nice shiny toys and it kind of feels like where Squad is going, right? It's like Squad doesn't really plan on releasing any game changing mechanics or yeah. systems. And that's my fear is that everything is kind of in this maintenance mode or this is like just, okay, we're ending our main development cycle and we're just going to, pop out some cool content and maps and guns and it's like i don't know i think i like seeing metas change and i like seeing evolving gameplay 
and 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 styles continue to arise uh but yeah i mean for for insurgency i'm gonna be honest mm -hmm. like when i i like the original insurgency i played it quite a bit uh the it when you're you're speaking of the game modes even now the when i actually had pre-ordered it and if you pre-ordered it you could have that early access beta access to play mm -hmm. it uh when it first came out and the game modes turned me off right away um yeah and it, it's kind of disheartening to, to still see the same game modes you know so far along uh, and we were just talking as we we're trying to come up with um our, our specific points here but it's really interesting that our our tactical shooters that we like to to have communication we like to have strategy tactics all these kind of a lot of moving parts it all ends up to just be hey push all of your bodies onto this one objective area there's never this really uh hey let's okay the squad does have some uh, like insurgency and destruction but let's be real those game modes are not really uh mm -hmm. finished <laughs> i guess is the nicest way to put it there's no there's no s and d it's no really yeah, it's really weird it's really weird because everyone is like using the next gen right from pr to squad or from yeah. whatever old world war ii tactical shooter to postscriptum or hell at loose like everyone's innovating in certain areas like sandstorm innovated a lot as far as like features and the visuals and the sounds um all of those things got upgraded no one innovates or improves the game mode in fact yeah. they go backwards right I've, i'm pretty sure um sandstorm lost a couple of their game modes and and squad right lost insurgency yeah. like insurgency used to be a core part of pr hey it's coming uh soon tm <laughs> i don't know yeah i Maybe don't know four five six 2027 we'll, we'll see know. if it gets delayed or axed or canceled <laughs> or pushed back but what like i'll believe it when i see it at this point yeah but it's just so interesting right like no one's really innovating on the game modes all the game modes you look at postscriptum squad hell at loose and sandstorm it's all capture the objective move to the next one capture the objective yeah. move to the next one and it's just like not only is that boring as hell because we've been doing it from other games like domination or whatever from from whatever it's just unimaginative but yep. now all of the current generation games are all running the same freaking game mode too. So it's like, even when you jump from one game to another, and 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 I guess there is like an advantage of that where like new players jump in and they kind of know what to do. But I think for me, I, I don't know if it's like, it's something I get from playing a lot of board games or card games or, or, mm -hmm. or other games in general that aren't tactical shooters or shooters in general where like, a patch comes out or a new board game com expansion comes out or something happens and it completely changes up some core features and functions of how the game to make them better yeah and you just don't see that too much in patches with tactical shooters i think that's a little um i think it's a lost opportunity there i i do think though with it's interesting that you say it with tactical shooters mm -hmm. i think generally that's uh, the case i do think karkov would be the one yes. outlier Tarkov is the Vita one and BSG, they don't they don't even tell you the stuff they do. Like mm -hmm. all of a sudden, people just all figure out that hey, um, I can't hold my rifle up as long as I thought I could, or hey, these bolt actions are now really hard to steady, or all of a sudden the GL that was just a huge pain when it came out is now just gone. Mm -hmm. Like things like that really shake up the meta, and you know obviously you have different types of ammo types and armor and yada yada yada. But that's, I think, the one in this space that they're constantly just trying to play with the meta. I don't really know how, like, a squad could do that. You know, it, maybe you 
I mean, there's plenty. You can always adjust the values. The the just new game modes. Just just focus on like there's. I don't think there's ever been a single patch. We talked about this before, where they focus on gameplay, where they go in and they release a gameplay patch that's focused on not releasing new content, not releasing new new flashy stuff, but focus on. All right, let's take it. Take a look at the problems in AES or Invasion, and let's fix those. For example, right now, fobs in 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 Invasion, like you can't hard point just oh god it's just so it's just so weird to see like super fobbing in invasion specifically because in aes it's not really a valid uh it's not really a valid yeah, strategy yeah, yeah it's 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 way too i guess you could say fragile of a strategy in aes and yep. it's so yeah, yeah. but in, in, in invasion like that's that's part of the fantasy you know of playing invasion is you have a massive yep. force attacking a massive defense that's part of the fantasy the thing is, when they introduced the artillery barrage and how overwhelming it was, <laughs> you demolished that power fantasy. That's that power. That's that's why people play invasion. I think is to get that attack versus defender kind of feel. But when you when you are able to just immediately eradicate a whole like fob off the face of the earth in one click, mm-hmm. and commanders know that they just save it until they see a fob that they need deleted, and it's an instant delete button. Um, I think it's like, I don't know. It, it was just. That's where I where that's where I get concerned where it's like they're adding this flashy artillery strike that in and of itself like if you just dropped it like not in a yeah. game mode you just dropped it in the middle of the field then you watch it you're like god damn that's actually amazing right it's awesome it's in, it's immersive there's so many shells it's exploded but you put it in the gameplay now and then it's just it causes some problems right and then even the usage of it like how often they come up like it's not like i think postscriptum did a good job with off map artillery where you have a limited amount of rounds for the match and the commander can allocate them as needed uh with with less of a restriction on time mm-hmm. and just it's, it's more of a there's more thought gone into that i think um but yeah that, well, that's I just one when, of the when, things like when you get into that as as we go into this type of a discussion of meta i mean what i i don't i can't speak for everyone like i i if you've played squad a lot you try to do different things you know mm-hmm. uh, and you the the same repetitive as invasion ras tc no matter what you play after so it's many all hours, capturing a point <laughs> yeah exactly it's all standing so, in a point it, it, that's that's all it is it's all standing in a point but with this this the artillery meta because that is meta or you get a you get a cast strike to just knock something out uh, I do think I've, you know, we've all probably played around with your fob on a fob on a fob. So you line them all up and try to have backups and support. And I, I do think for invasion, I, you could probably tweak it a little bit better. So there's more of like a, a, a fob pre-built for some stuff. Like I don't mm-hmm. know how to actually do this or, but, but it, it kind of, I, I totally agree that there needs to be some shakeup because having you're you're basically giving 49 other people the opportunity to screw up that invasion fantasy because you need to drive the all the way across the map. I've been in an Albazar invasions where we lose three lodges to the river and then you just get up there and the next you know 55 minutes is just a pain in the ass because you just you're now you're just scraping by. Right. And it's like all these types of things. It's like sandbox, but it's almost too too sandboxy but i like the i I like the idea of it but you're still just not giving uh, i think enough uh gameplay opportunities to have fun if things if you you're you're basing it on the competency of the person next to you sometimes that's good sometimes it's not good 
Yeah, it's it just feels like a lot of these game modes, like for all intents and purposes, they function, right? The game modes function. Yeah. You get the experience of an attack and defend. You you push in through the map. They they work. It's balanced to some degree. It's the most, but I think the part of me that is upset is that I know that we could get so much more out of game modes because game modes are how the game is experienced, right? Yeah. If you push the limits, I 100% guarantee you could get a, an amazing, and like that's what we're trying to do with the occupation mod is bring a new, completely new um, game mode that has a developing meta, meta that we can adjust with patches, balance patches, and, and, and we can actually bring that freshness, that replayability. And I think people crave that. I think people crave yeah. that because you look at Tarkov, like, I mean, Tarkov's gameplay and, and game modes are kind of like a battle royale, but not really. It was completely new, completely new. And it's a huge game. And I wonder if it's I a huge game. I think people called it a BR first because of that. Yeah, too. I mean, it was the easiest thing that you could kind of relate to in Tarkov. But even then, it, that's not exactly true, right? You don't have to kill everyone to win. You, you, you can get it. Yep. It's a completely different experience. And I think that's what this genre needs if it wants to continue improving is is innovation as far as the game modes because god like if we look in five years and we're still playing a stand on the stand in the circle <laughs> simulator i don't know like if that's if if, if having flashy new visit visual effects is going to be enough because tarkov is a complex game it's a hard game to understand even when i get even when i stream it and people pop in the chat like i have no idea what's going on but it's fascinating i yeah. think developers need to have a little bit more faith in in their community especially in something so hardcore right and as tactical as in-depth as like milsim i know these games aren't strictly milsim but they're more you know platoon shooters where there's more strategy and tactics and teamwork involved but i think a little more faith needs to go into the community and giving the community the the freedom when they play to to make decisions that matter or 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 you know can shake things up because the more that this is this remains railroad styled game modes like i don't know if that's necessarily good for this genre in the long run and i think tarkov kind of shows that you can really push the limits and still be successful and popular you can um well i i think that's why going back into years and years ago project mm -hmm. reality if you ask any pr vets their favorite mode on that is insurgency mm -hmm. because of how dynamic it is because how non-objective base even though you obviously have an objective there's so many different factors in how you can play the game you can try to get uh, intel you can try to capture people and get intel mm -hmm. you can kill people and get intel you can go in in all these different ways uh you can have a mix of civilians and actual insurgents and things like that and it's it's much much more interesting and entertaining yeah. And that same game is not going to be the same one that you play tomorrow or a week from now because of how everybody interacts with the space. And that same with like customs or factory or interchange is, is different every time you play it because of the, how the people are, are moving around. Mm -hmm. I do think there is a replayability aspect of squad too, which I, I definitely like about squad. But at the end of the day, you still have that one objective. You still got to treat yeah. that one objective the same way. For the most part yeah so one thing that popped up into my head was that like in tarkov i know you 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 really want to survive every single raid but at the end of the day in tarkov you do have different 
and multiple win conditions, right? Whether that yeah. condition is going in and getting a quest item and getting out or going in and dropping your markers and not, maybe you don't care about getting in or getting out. Maybe it's making yeah. a lot of money. Maybe it's uh, getting certain kills for your quests. Like you, there's different win conditions every time, for the most part, you go into Tarkov. Maybe you're just avoiding everything and you just need to like sneak around <laughs> and you're just doing some things. Or maybe, yeah, some people set up challenges of like, I want to keep my survival rate as high as possible, and that's their objective. Uh, yeah. But in squad, it's always like you hop in that game mode, there's one way you win. There's only one thing you can do. And that's like something we're trying to fix with occupation is like multiple different win conditions. Mm -hmm. uh, just so that it's, it remains dynamic. It remains dynamic. You can play it different every single time you hop in. Um, and I think giving players the choice to choose how they win a match, I think that's very powerful. Because uh, like, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna, I'm gonna segue a little bit into like what I've been playing recently, and and I think it's a game that you and everyone listening should should check out. Is Door Kickers Two? <laughs> Door Kickers Two is an amazing tactical game. It's not a shooter, but it's definitely one of the games that I started yeah. playing today, or not today, but like recently, and it was like this defines everything i love about tactical shooters except for the shooter aspect because you have that teamwork aspect of course it's with your own guys in the in the unit and it's like ai or not ai but like your player controlling them but there's teamwork within them um you have the decision makings and the tactics and the strategy the greater strategy of how you execute a map but i think one of the glorious things about door kickers 2 is the dynamic aspect when you look at a scenario in door kickers 2 which is which is essentially a room clearing sim a room clearing simulator for those of you that don't know what that is um it's it's amazing you can literally play every single map a different way uh, whether you want to go in stealthy you want to go in loud you want to bust down the door and i think just having that feeling of i have these many options in a game was very refreshing to me um, because i'm so used to like in, in in insurgency sandstorm if i'm pushing a specific spot on the map <laughs> i know that there's going to be a guy in this corner and i have to do it this way otherwise like i am not getting in the room or in squad you know like oh the point is in um i don't know what's an infamous spot like blue uh green zone right or or whatever it is and you know there's a very there's kind of a specific way for every invasion layer that you yeah. have to take every first you always cap. have to do that same thing. yeah you have to do it that one way you 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 pretty much have to you can try other things and <laughs> they'll most likely not work <laughs> um but it's just like remaining dynamic and i think giving people choice of like how they want to defend how they want to attack i think is it's important well, in games so like these like door kickers to your objective is obviously at the end of it however you get there uh, you clear the room or clear mm -hmm. the clear the area mm -hmm. um and it, that is uh it's more of a, a top-down view of something like ground branch mm -hmm. or maybe old swat or something yeah no like ground that. branch Rainbow's is pretty, yeah yeah swat old swat too yeah, yeah. so mm -hmm. uh like ground branch um at, as early access as it is I, we've talked about it briefly in the past but they give you the ability to approach that scenario however you want to do it if you want to mix and match and you can have your team, someone, you know, with a sniper, someone with a bunch of flashbangs or, hey, just go full guns blazing, uh, you can do it however you want. Mm -hmm. So being able to then when you're you're doing the top down, remove the FPS part, you know, of it, uh, give you the the tools to compose your team however you want and play around. I, I've watched a ton of it. I haven't played Door Kickers 2 yet myself, um, but it is very, it's, I, I like uh, games that make you think like that. I also like kind of, it's very strategy. I mean, you can 
you're, you're pausing and you're trying to look at your specific angles and how someone can clear this with a certain weapon or grenade or a flash and cover the angle of someone else. Mm. Um, it's very micromanagey in, in a way that doesn't seem overwhelming, but more like you just want to keep diving in and it's see what you It's just choices. Yeah, it's like the choices. You're, you're given so many choices and there's no one right answer. Whereas I feel like in, in other games, it's like, oh God, it's either there's only one answer or I don't have the tools to create other answers, you know? Um, and I, that's something that I think in squad, they're trying to fix, right? They're trying to fix that with the lair voting and the map and the brigade voting because now you can play each yep. map how you, your platoon wants to play it. And I think that's definitely a step in the right direction. I mean, we it's it's been delayed and I don't know if it's coming out and I know they... <laughs> They cut some parts of it to, to try to get the, the release out the door. Um, and, and when it comes out, I'm sure it will be great. And I am going to use it as much as possible in modding. But it, it, yeah, uh, faction voting is not is confirmed not coming in V2. Yeah, and that, that's, uh, that sucks. And it's like, <laughs> I will say actually on, on that one, um, I will say, I don't know if you had a chance to play the play test, but uh, the V2 play test, we played. I guess looking back on it, it was a broken layer, but it mm -hmm. was a new map, Goose Bay, and it was our, we were the Canadians, and we had a logistics support uh, group up against a Russian tank battalion. Uh, they they had uh, five or six T-72s, a Spandrel, one Lodgy, and a transport. We had three Lodgies, a helicopter, and a transport. That's all, that was it. 45 yeah, and that's interesting an hour mm -hmm. yeah so you're able to play around with it it gave us just a little taste of what v2 or i guess now three or whenever it does come out can can offer because i'll tell you what have like our fobs instead of just dropping one toe we could drop two uh, we could have three heavy machine gun uh bunkers we could have three more yeah and that's really cool stuff i think that's really powerful stuff but I'll believe it when it hits live. Yeah, no, I, hey, 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 I'm not defending it. I'm just saying I had that taste. Mm -hmm. I tell you what, it tasted so good, man. Oh, I bet. It I tasted bet. so good. I'm not holding my breath because they said uh, mid February, and we're about or early February. We're almost there. Mm -hmm. But whenever that does come out, I do think it it will uh, help help ease the frustration because a game like Door Kickers, you obviously have just a uh, choices everywhere tarkov as you're just saying you can choose every map although there's obviously going to be a quote-unquote meta way to play a map you could honestly do it however you want and mm -hmm. i've seen many people be successful with different strategies from ratting extract camping chatting every single weapon you're going to be successful if you play it right uh squad definitely super stale in that aspect uh fingers crossed for whenever that comes out um but i i, I can't really speak for uh, postscriptum hell let loose uh insurgency they're kind of just cookie cutter -ish, yeah I so think. so the exciting thing when we talk about hell let loose and changing meta is that i think the exciting thing about hell let loose is that they're in the development stage to where like they're still adding major systems that do change up the meta right like the transports or you know whatever the, like the construction system they're Building, adding these yeah. they're still getting the basics in and that changes the meta there significantly just because it's it's a whole bunch of new systems of course we'll yep. see right once they get the game fully fleshed out to like as far as the <laughs> systems that they set out to set to, to that they've promised in the beginning yeah and then see how much more they try to change the meta, meta after that but i mean 
it's at a different stage i don't really i i try not to judge like hella loose and squad at the same because there's different stages of development the, the meta changes mm -hmm. faster or slower in either because you know one's got features complete and the other's just still trying to get transports in or whatever um yeah but i i think it, it's oh god like tarkov is one of those games that i just look back and i'm like Tarkov's such a great game if it didn't have the netcode or the the other issues that it has that that, that has been like pre present prevented me from playing recently um just because it's like same thing with door kickers you're, you're given all these options you you don't there's no yeah. defined way that you play it and i do think there must be there there, there, there i i find it hard to believe that there's no way to achieve that in a platoon shooter especially in one like insurg we had insurgency they just need like you focus on insurgency you can get that experience but yeah no it, it's it's the the way to do that mm -hmm. is through game modes and yeah. to create a dynamic game mode and i i you know what i'm kind of in your camp on this one i believe it when i see it i see the potential i think we all see the potential but we're going on like five or six months of basically radio silence and no progression in this game which is kind of unfortunate but it's 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 like I, I know it's there. I know mm -hmm. it can be there. If we had search and destroy in the original Call of Duty, I we can do that in like these games. There's no reason I think <laughs> most people like enjoy the the idea of a breacher class mm -hmm. because you have to breach to get to something. In squads, yes. you, you, what are you breaching for? What to go around the thing that I can just bunny hop and that's not even the objective anyway? Like it doesn't matter. Like it's really like, strange, yeah, when you think about it, because you have games like the casual shooters that are coming up with like new crazy ways to play, and 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 I think like those AAA titles are are, are figuring out like, hey, people want to play different stuff rather than just TDM or yeah. domination all the time, right? That's like Valorant or not Valorant, um, Overwatch, like the pushing the pushing the cart thing that was like new, right? And that was a big yeah. that was a big thing. There's like there's so much well, even, potential even you got like something as simple as what like kill confirmed in call of duty yeah that is more or less like hey you killed some baddies go get their intel like you can you can branch off so much off of things like that because it's no longer just a certain objective have you, know? you played it, you've played headquarters right in call of duty right oh yeah of course. imagine something like headquarters in squad where i don't know if they and, and and there are mods that have been like this in Arma 3, like Arma 3 Wasteland had dynamic events happening around the map that you had to go through and get. But like, just imagine a game mode like this, where, where you have two teams set up on either side of the map. They have to set up their main base. And then after that, you have dynamic events happening around the map that your team has to go, whether it's like Dude, secure just, this, screw or this blow Let's this just up. Do a headquarters game. Let's just do, do a mod, headquarters mod. Yeah. And then it. it's you, you can you you can provide multiple different um win conditions like maybe you win if you destroy the enemy's main base maybe if you, you win if you get x amount of points captured or maybe the other way you win is just by out killing the enemy and and then you provide multiple different ways to play the game is dynamic because you're getting different objectives and it's randomized um and 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 one of the things i always thought about which is kind of like a pipe dream not pipe dream but like i don't know if it'll ever be something that i actually developed <laughs> to to fruition is is changing it so that the commander just like in hell at least to a certain extent can spawn in certain things depending on yeah. points acquired and that way you can really custom tailor every match and you're not reliant on like a set template that squad gives you 
you're like okay we want this vehicle we need this vehicle now and we we can pay for this and this is how we get the points for it and it's just making the game modes more complex i well, don't think there's a reason that so you, to you not can, do that you mm -hmm. you capture zones to get fuel mm -hmm. right or, or resources manpower so even even things like that you're adding i'm going to be honest probably the vast majority of people who play don't really pay attention to that but those who are playing and working for the manpower the resources they help their teams very directly by then allowing them to have more tanks on the field or to have certain more call outs and things like that like things that where you create dynamic environments and objectives and you give not just one main objective but these tertiary ones so now the the squad out in the middle of nowhere is actually doing something like securing a communications tower for X Y or Z or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean that would be more interesting than just go capture this point again and again and again. I think it's very doable, but it's, it's not, it must it's, be. It has to be doable. There's no way that this is this is like the final form of game modes for for. I, I that's so depressing. If this is dude, the, if this is the best we can do, I'm. <laughs> We're in trouble. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking like right now, what would be so hard of creating a game mode like headquarters and squad? Like you, you maybe different parts of the map. You build something. You capture something. You destroy something. You you just stay there for an X amount of time. Mm -hmm. Like normal. I mean, these are things that like it. It's it's very frustrating. Because the last game mode change to squad was random advanced secure. And then uh, that was an iteration of AAS. And then they implemented a brand new thing, territory control. And territory control is like a glorified TDM, uh, if we're being honest. They, they've tweaked it a little bit. So you can now play for sectors, I think, a little bit better. Um, but a, a lot of people just kind of roam around the map like a giant TDM. Uh, yeah. And it's there's nothing 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 there <laughs> it's it's this thing where it's like everything is so minimum viable product like it's it's like it's it works it works that's it we're done like it, it, it functions that's it there's no other like okay well how can we make this mode better how can we make it more complex how can we because i feel like and oh. i feel like i get a big influence from like board games i've been playing a lot of board games recently just because like the tactical shit like i don't have I can't grind squad anymore. I don't want to grind Tarkov because it's, it's the, the, until they fix the netcode again and like getting killed or off a spawn is, is tilted the ever-loving crap had out of me. such a good day of plays, <laughs> all right? You don't want to go back oh, in there. Oh, God. Like, I don't know. Door Kickers were so refreshing to me, but like even going back and playing the new Sandstorm update, what it feels like to me is like you have an amazing board game. I don't know if you're a big board gamer, but I'll, I'll use this dumb oh, analogy yeah. anyways. Well, like you have this amazing game with it's it's got an amazing board. All the all the components are like high quality components. But then when you play it, it's like there's no thought process that's like gone into like this is how you win or whatever. It's like just mindless, not mindless. And maybe maybe not everyone's like this, but I feel like we can get there's like certain really cool features in board games that where it's like combos or different strategies that you can use that I think could transition to game modes in in this realm, this niche, and and making things more in depth and and having actual systems that work off of each other and 
I don't know. I just crave more. I guess that's, that's like to wrap it all up. Like I just crave my, I think my brain is crave just craving more. more. It's just craving more. It's, well, I, it's at, at the basic level. We even see Tarkov does this, not even, not even just with the, the weapons and the play styles, but you have I, call of duty has this battlefield had this to some extent with the evolution. You have ways to affect how the, the map or your environment plays mm -hmm. like turning on power an interchange yeah that's it, cool it creates a completely different dynamic and people try to hit certain points you now are kind of on a countdown of what you can and can't do uh if you have you know siege of shanghai in battlefield 4 taking out that that in that skyscraper and then now that huge part of the map is no longer even really uh it, it's it's not hard or it's very easy to uh, attack compared to going up and down the the uh, elevators I mean, you have all these games that have ways to interact with the map, even on very simple, simple ways. And it's it makes it just that little bit more interesting of the strategy behind, hey, should I do this or should I not do this? Should I wait to do it? Whereas with Squad, the only real thing is maybe a command asset. But even then, uh, it's it's still the same objective. Yeah, I mean, when I think about it, like, to be completely fair, these games do have, like, secondary features, like the logistic systems behind everything, or how spawns work, or, you know, interacting with, with yep. squad leaders to get, you know, air assets on, on target. But I don't know if it's just because I'm jaded, or not jaded, but, like, burnt out, or I've been <laughs> playing it too much. But it's like, I, I crave more. I want to see... I want to see... You know, something else i don't know because there's <laughs> nothing new like it's all these games like hell let loose they they really squared up against postscriptum and knocked it out of the park mm -hmm. but if we're being real it's still it's basically just kind of a tweaked postscriptum there's not that much different there's mm -hmm. there's certain systems and i'm sure the hell let loose fanboys a lot like, of aesthetic. oh my god it's completely different there's a it's, lot of aesthetic yeah, changes um as far as gameplay changes like if you go feature to feature against Hell at Loose and Postscriptum, I think the main difference is the commander in Hell at Loose is a little bit more of an active role, and you have, I guess you could say, what what, what I'm trying to think. The levels a little bit, which just keeps some people invested, mm -hmm. um, but that's very a lot of people I think who play. These games don't care too much, although it is nice to have. Uh, you can kind of flaunt it a little bit, but it's it's still basically the same thing. And invasion or offensive or whatever the the two game modes they called it, you still had the both games had a, attack a certain area, blow something up, then keep moving. Like it's, yeah, it's the same thing. It's it's the same thing. I think um, I just like learning new ways to do things, and I think I've learned how to do everything. For the most part, in squad and postscriptum and hell at loose, like I've done, I've done Have almost all of it. Squad? Is that what you're trying to say? You I don't know. Maybe like <laughs> I've done the mortars, I've done the fob stuff, I've done the vehicle stuff, um, I've done the commanding stuff, I've done the squad leader stuff. Uh, it, like it's it's, I, I've done. I'll, I think I'd like to say pretty much most of it, if not all of it, and it's just. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's when you master something. Or, or not master, I, I shouldn't say master. There's no, by no means am I saying like I'm like the best squad player and I know I'm far from that. But when you, when you understand everything, I guess, yeah. when you stop learning because 
there's that I th- that's a really good point because mm-hmm. I agree that at a certain point when it becomes no longer m- mentally engaging, mm-hmm. sometimes you just kind of say, "Okay, well, what else can I do?" And that's when we start branching out to things like, you know, if you're totally engaged in door kickers, because there's so much of that game that you can change from, you just try to to fix that one little part that screwed up last time. You could probably play the same map over and over again and still be entertained. Because when I play those Uh types of games, I try to 100% them and try to tweak every last bit. Yeah, you will get sucked in then. So like, yeah, when yeah. I when I was playing Door Kickers 2, like I was playing, I was streaming for like hours and it, like I couldn't, like usually streaming is a little bit taxing for me, but like <laughs> I, I was streaming, I was like, holy crap, it's been like five. I haven't had that in like Squad, Tarkov, Hell at Loose, Push, any of those That's games. Good. Yeah, in a long time where I'm like, holy crap, the time just went by and I'm like completely sucked in and I'm like, holy yeah. crap, you can do this and you're learning how to do certain things and it's like, oh my God, I can do, I can add this and that. It's like, Tarkov was like, okay, I know I can right-click the, the weapon, I can put this gun on, and, and then I can I can use this optic with this ammo, and uh, like, it's like, I, I kind of understand how it works, and I guess at that point, like, my brain is just like, it knows what to do, and it's just, it kind of yeah. feels like it's on autopilot. I still have to, like, practice mechanical skill, right, and, like, uh, like my aim and, and stuff like that, but as far as, like, decisions, I guess it comes, it boils down to the decisions. In almost most if not all scenarios in squad, hell at loose, prescriptum, et cetera, my brain knows what the right answer is. And there's f- so few answers <laughs> that it's just mentally not that engaging, right? When, when you're in a situation in squad, I'm sure you see this all the time. When you're in a situation in squad and you pull up the map and you look at the map and you're like, okay, I know exactly what needs to go, what needs to happen here. And this is like one of the only ways yeah. we're going to get past this point. And, and you're just running into the problem of like, okay, well, I mean, we can't, maybe we try this, but it's not really working. Or maybe we try, we try this and like, it's definitely not going to work. But like that, that whole mental idea of like, we need to do this to win. Like we have to. And, and I'm looking at the maps, like there's only one way we have to take this point. (laughs) It's like, we have to do this. We have to, it's like, I know the train here, the West is in the open. We have to come in from the North. And that's the only way we're like, that's the only way we're not going to get in from crossing that, that huge ass field on the East. It's, it's completely in the open. There's like one way we have to hit this point specifically with, with already timed the right thing. And every time I play this map is the same exact goddamn thing, because there's no, like there's, there's no other tools I have available to me. Okay. All right. Here Mm -hmm. we, I, there, there are some times where I throw caution to the wind and I do the dumbest possible things in squad. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, half the time we all die, but the other half of the time you kind of <laughs> feel like you're scratching the surface of a potential new meta. Mm. I'm not saying you actually always do, but every once in a while you figure out something and it's act- it's really engaging. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say that it has anywhere the same level of Tarkov or something like a door kickers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, for we were speaking of board games. I like, I really like like the, uh, the legacy type board games yeah. mm-hmm. or the strategy type board games. Uh, I, ironically, we've been playing pandemic legacy. For nice. Right. Years. Yeah. Um, so, and you can mix and match and, and you tweak how your, your character interacts with other characters and stuff like that. So I fully support that type of stuff. And I know squad will probably never get to the, anything that even uh, is related to that. But every once in a while, um, I feel like, especially older players, in the sense that players that have played a lot, they they just keep thinking of the way it worked that one time, 
and as you you have maybe more experienced players no longer there to support you you see that hey maybe my team's not as as uh, maybe they're newer than than they have been in the past maybe they're not as good shots or good vehicles you always default to that same old tried and true meta of hey we need to go around this flank because it's you know covered um but trying to just honestly do crazy stuff is how i'm able to just have fun in squad with people and to, to stream it you know, mm -hmm. hours and hours and hours because we get in some stupid stuff. So I, I've, I've literally built uh, random stuff in the middle of a flat open desert and made it a, a new objective or a point. And normally you don't think that's going to work, but if you at least uh, it's like, I'm trying to give squad the variability it just is not it deserves game. right yeah, no, <laughs> like, you I, know? I understand no i completely understand you're trying to make it that game i'm and forcing so I guess, it oh man right <laughs> i guess my my approach <laughs> is like i rather take that to modding than than trying to, to yeah no, to like I force vanilla gameplay to good voice just like it's <laughs> just trying to force it to, to be variable um yeah i just have so i i guess it just gets really frustrating for me in in like trying to do that in vanilla and i think that boils down to the fact that like it, it's it's <sighs> i feel <laughs> very responsible like for everyone's experience right yeah. so it's like and i yeah. know you feel this too is like certain times especially as commander you, you're you're torn between two different sides side a is i know that there's a definitive way we can win this map it's going to be the same exact time we play this every single time before and it's yeah. it's it's very predictable but it, it's old reliable right but then you have the other side is like i could offer these guys a unique experience and we can try to do something <laughs> we can try to do something crazy Go down in history. <laughs> um but it's it's like it, you always got to pick because there's pros and cons to both right one works and you because <clears throat> I will say this. I don't know if it's my ego or I don't know if um, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's the just how I'm wired. Out. Right. But but even in other games, like even in, in single player games or not single player games, but co-op versus I games or whatever. Um, I mean, I guess may, maybe necessarily it's not true, but I enjoy winning. Right. Like I enjoy I, I do enjoy <laughs> winning. I don't enjoy winning at any cost. I, okay, losing okay. is not fun. I'll put it this way. Losing is not fun. Not 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 really. At least see here oh dude i'm having like a weird moment right now because i remember there being a time before in squad where i used to lose and have fun and i'm trying to think why has my stance changed like i'm dude, really trying I, to think I'm, it's it's be I'm, I'm telling you right now it's because of the people that are most likely in in your your team or on the other team there's some environment that creates the loss not being fun because i totally get it because i can have a lot of fun okay so perfect example um normally if i i've had some very close games in the past mm -hmm. i lose by like anywhere from single digit single digit sucks but single digit up to 99 tickets that's usually a close game right? mm -hmm. and that's like a point or two there was a game i was commander last week and i was leaving my team the opportunity to use anti-tank and the entire time for 30 minutes my brain melted as one BTR just ran circles around my entire team for 30 minutes. And we mm -hmm. eventually lost by 12 tickets. So that was one where that was probably the most frustrating experience of my life. However, I've had those same moments 
where, hey, we do knock out that BTR. We're having like we get ourselves in some crazy situation where we try to do one last ditch effort and we lose a whole bunch of tickets, but we still have fun. And then we lose by 12 tickets and it's like, hey, I had fun with my squad. Mm -hmm. Our team comms were pretty good. It seemed like everyone that was around me, although we lost, we did seem like we were actually working together. The tactics kind of worked. I didn't really have any issues. But when you start getting into the games where I've noticed a lot of people aren't uh, aren't familiar with the squad lead role or the vehicle role or the whatever role. I've seen a lot of games right. where I have no commander. Those games, and it's gotten progressively worse over the past probably three months, are the games where when you lose, it's 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 like not fun anymore. Last yeah, so year, I, I had I figured a lot out, of fun. I, I, I went through my head and I figured out why this is. So I think... Number one, it's because I'm an invasion player. I can't, I, I don't, I can't play AS. I just don't like it. Um, so in invasion, you have to try hard the first couple of points, right? Because if you don't, the game ends on the first cap, and it's just it wasn't a fun match. It's never a fun match yeah, when you're it is in what, when you're 10 just, minutes, right? yeah, yeah. It, it's never a fun match when you don't play most of invasion. It's just not. Yeah. So you have to try hard those first couple. You have. And maybe it's th this is where we go back to like flaws in game modes. That's a big problem in Invasion is you can't really go with emergent gameplay strategies in Invasion because if you mess up the initial momentum, <laughs> you're you're screwed. It's not like oh we can we can try something else now. It's like we lose we lose that timing on that first push if we try to do something crazy like try to rush a logi in or we try to like helicopter. Yeah. The you can't do that in Invasion because. If you try to go outside of the meta, you are punished, and then now you're stuck in this this meat grinder for tw for for 25, 30 minutes straight, where you're in the same spot, just yeah. getting farmed, trying to get in the cap. That's that's good. So that's like it, it's all making sense. It all gets tied together. It's the game mode. It's the it's the inability to try different strategies. Like I don't know. Yeah, I think you need to play some more RAS. Is what it's like. I, I'm not I don't like RAS. See, see, I'm not. You can you can. I I promise you. In most RAS layers, if you plop down a fob, see anywhere within the general area, you can create a point that has to be dealt with, and that creates fun opportunities. I think the problem for me with RAS is like one of the things that I'm also a big fan of is 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 systems or features within a game that don't feel like a game. Right. So for example, in invasion, I can kind of sink myself into the fantasy because we're all focusing mm -hmm. on trying to attack one one spot. I think the issue I have with RAS as a, or AAS as a game mode is that from in a thematic point of view, like even with board games, like I'm big on like board games that are like really thematic and it feels like every decision you make makes sense and how the system and the game is made mm -hmm. up makes sense. In RAS, it doesn't feel like there's a story. There's no theme, there's no nothing. It's like go to this point because that's the game mode. You cap this, you go to the next game mode. There's no reason or 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 like sense or, or greater story to why you're doing these things whereas in invasion it kind of feels like okay i'm invading the city we're going in one direction it's it's it, it makes mm -hmm. sense it was like grass feels like a game tug of war and it's like i never got into squad because it was like a the, the mechanics of the game were fun i got into squad because it was immersive and and there's a teamwork and and it felt like more of a, a realistic game than call of duty and stuff like that in, in, in yeah. many different so that's a main problem i have with brass um, which is why, like in occupation, we try to make sure that's like, well, why are you doing this? Like, what, like thematically, what's the point here? Like, are you trying to 
to set up a base here and then defend it are you trying to patrol and we give you the option to patrol and actually feels like a patrol or 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 etc like making sure things feel thematic and in aes it's just it's just not that it feels like the game is forcing you to go to a point and you're here because the game is telling you to be here there's no other rhyme or reason as to why so insurgency mm -hmm. when it when it eventually or ever comes out that thematically would thematically be make yes free to play i would play the hell out so there's a lot of issues with insurgency like whether they the, these issues have been fixed or not because i know they they had caches spawning in weird locations they had not you couldn't build within certain locations near caches yeah like it's it's just a hot mess it's a hot hot mess right now but like insurgency i have no problem with it's a dynamic game mode it plays different it feels thematic yep. it, it it makes sense and it's just there are core features but within the thing that are broken. Like, like territory control? Do you not like? I mean, that's kind of like. So I'm not saying all of them. There are certain like at, like an Al Basra or Fallujah territory control. We're actually fighting Mutaha as well, where you're fighting kind of block by block. I mean, is that kind of also it, it, something? It kind of yeah. Fallujah, I will say, territory control specifically on urban maps feels much better than open maps. Because yeah. once again, we get into that weird thing of like, okay, I have to stand in the open for some random, for some game reason, 30 seconds capturing <laughs> this grid before I move on. Whereas like in, in, um, in Fallujah, it kind of feels like you're going block by block. It makes more sense thematically. That's why like in, in Sandstorm, where we're trying to come up with a game mode in Sandstorm of like every building is a cap zone and it only can be capped. So it's like invasion, but cap zones in buildings. And so the idea is yeah. we're, we're shifting the theme of like, instead of just the game mode in Sandstorm is just like every other game mode right now in Tactical Shoes, like getting the point, just sit there. It's, it's now like you have freedom to choose which buildings you want to clear in what order, but the goal of the map is to clear all of the buildings. And that kind of makes okay. sense thematically. It's like an insurgency. You're going in, they're clearing all the buildings. Because right now in Push, in Insurgency, the objective is in one building. Yeah, doesn't fit. Yeah. It's like you you screw everything else on the map, everything in between you and the point, everything everything on the side or behind or, or above or below. Just get in the cap zone. It's like, it's like it's like what the fuck is this? Like I'm so tired of that. Like you have that one person who goes all the way around, doesn't see anybody, and yeah, the and then games it and run all the yeah. way back, and yeah, yeah, and it's just like you can you can get that like that change that we're making to the game mode is a very simple change. That gives it a thematic feel that makes sense that gives it that dynamic gameplay because you don't you have multiple root buildings that you can choose to hit first uh you don't have to defend all the build like the way we have yeah. it set up it's like i'm a big fan of that so i'm going to try to continue in every game that i play that allows modding or whatever to try to get that because i know it can be achieved if board games can do it in a video game where we have control over almost everything we we must be able to create that experience we must Right. It's, it seems like it's impossible based on current <laughs> game. That I, I don't know why. Oh, I'm thinking like I'm literally thinking about uh, what you've done with occupation. Like we we started playing around with uh, like escalation. Like even just the small tiny tweaks of things, mm -hmm. I, and it's just it's actually so easy. I I know they're working on something in all these studios. I know they're working on stuff. I just I I don't know why. I think the focus is, is in wrong, the wrong areas for a lot of studios right now. Like, dude, the, the shiny stuff, it's like, it's cool, but if I still have to play the same thing with this shiny toy, it just feels like the same thing. Yeah. And I think, like I said before, I think a lot of these companies are okay currently for whatever reason, just pushing it out so that it works. 
and then moving on with the next thing until I'm proven wrong. Because I've never, not for one single any of these games that have come out, aside from Tarkov, have I ever seen a gameplay overhaul, period. Or a game mode overhaul, period. Not for Sandstorm, not for Postscriptum, not for Squad, not for, I mean, Squad, like I'm trying to think of the biggest overhaul they ever did that was like, I could yeah. pat them on the back for. Territory controls pushed out minimum. That they didn't tweak it or anything after that. Done. Um, insurgency they've left, and it's just this decrepit, like non-function. No one plays. <laughs> no, okay. no one. No Des one plays insurgency. Destruction is is worse. Um, yeah, I will say we've pushed insurgency a couple times on our servers, and every once in a while, if you have the right people, like we wouldn't put it in a rotation, but I would swap it to an insurgency if I know I had people on both sides. You can. Get, we, we can work around with the bugs but it, it's like everybody for the past i don't know how long now everybody's just conditioned on i go to point i sit in point i then leave point it, it's like when you add just that other aspect of hey uh you gotta find something it's like people lose their mind it's like they can't do it i mean i can kind of understand the problem that they face right it's kind of like chicken and the egg in in the fact that like you need a game community that is able to comprehend and play these harder game modes. But are you, you're not are you going calling to... calling the community stupid? I'm not going to call them saying? stupid. I'm going to call them, like, locked into a particular way of game uh, of playing. It's because they don't teach people how to play the game! Yeah, they're, they're um, I guess you could say they're conditioned, right? All these players are conditioned to play a certain way. Of course, when you add a new game mode in, they're going to not understand it, and it's going to be confusing to them. But you're not yeah. going to get a better community unless you start fostering that or encouraging that or pushing that they're just going to get stuck in the same condition cycle of go to the points in the point so yeah like I, I i'm fully and we i've had this discussion with like my mods or my yeah my uh, admins on on ops and stuff like that is like I'll, I'll tell my modding team or my my admin team hey guys i want to push this rule that like if you claim a helicopter you have to name your 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 uh squad helicopter right and then you get claim over the vehicle or whatever and like the initial pushback is like no one's gonna understand that it's gonna be hard for people to understand people are just yeah. not gonna listen it's not gonna be useful it's like well yeah sure if we never push this rule people will never learn but guess what we put the rule into effect a couple months go by that's it's fine right everyone understands yeah. how to do it like people learn like i have faith that human beings can learn and can improve and can adapt it's just like <laughs> for whatever reason i think that gets in the way of a lot of progress or potential cool things that could be done in certain game modes or, or even certain games in general is that lack of faith or that lack of willing to teach um a new style or or something innovative it's just people yeah. like don't like change people just don't like change well people see the the content in the wrong areas i i think especially when they're on the outside looking in or maybe if they've only played a little bit like for a lot of people when you are having fun in a game you're you're playing with new stuff and so you know if you're all of a sudden playing with a canadian faction like oh that's cool and then mm -hmm. russia and then us and then british and then insurgents and everybody like oh cool yeah i want marines i want germany i want france like it's but we're with we're playing it's the same thing it, it's like it's, yeah i don't know why people get so hyped thing. about i've never been one of those people that's hyped about like new factions or new guns like i've always been like give me a new system i don't care about yeah. like to, I, I guess to me at the end of the day i don't play these games to, to 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 use all the cool toys i i play these games because it's it's meant it, it's mentally the strategy and tactics of it 
are mentally more engaging than Call of Duty. But we're getting yeah. to that point where we need to push it, I think, the next step. Or maybe we don't need to, honestly. Like, maybe this is just my <laughs> perception, and I'm like, uh, like I'm in the minority, and I, I, you know, Bro, get I'm off just my tired lawn. of it, right? But, but I feel like we could do much better. And so, I don't know. That's something I've been looking at. That's something I, I was actually talking to um, Blue Drake Forty Two about Operation Harsh Doorstep, and yeah. it's actually it's come a long way. I think there's going to be a lot of buzz around the game in the future. Um, it's something I think you should you should definitely be a little hooked in on because i think he's he's doing a lot to support content creators in that like you'll be able to completely it, it's 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 pretty exciting and, and when we do that announcement i think i think it'll be pretty pretty big but that's the the one game i have faith in right now because when i talk to him about it he's ready to innovate and he's ready to push things and try new things whereas it looks yeah. like all the shooters right now are like we're done packing it up new factions new maps and we're good I think, like, seeing the update on Steam and then seeing his YouTube videos, I, I think one thing about Operation Harsh Doorstep is th that it's... I, I have a sense it's going to be very successful, but in a very different way. Yes. I mean, yeah. No, that's definitely... It doesn't... When you look at it, it looks like something made by the community. And at the end of the day, that's going to set it apart from like AAA shooters. But the power of that is that because it's made by the community, the community has more say in how the game is made or, or they have more yeah, control exactly. and, and they'll be able to, to do what they want to do with it, right? Like you won't, you, you, the, the idea is for him is like, it might not meet the aesthetic standards. And I already talked about how I don't really care that much about aesthetic yeah, standards. Exactly. But the systems that you want to see in the game you'll be able to either see that in the main game or he's like all about user-generated content, be able to mod it and easily play it with others. And yeah, because I, I think I watched a whole... He has a bunch of videos where it's literally him just talking as he's, you know, maybe there's some gameplay going on in the background about, about mm -hmm. uh, you know, development and, and things they want to add and stuff like that. So it's actually funny. Now that I think of it, I'm like, dude, how have I been so hard on PR when I'm just, I'm looking at Operation Harsh Doorstep, I'm like, yeah, it doesn't have to look like the best graphics. It's like, I just need good systems. And like, people love Project Reality, not because it has good graphics, but because the systems are so good. But going back like that far, like mentally, my mind, I have this weird block where it's like, I can't play it. Like, I can't get it. I don't have the nostalgia factor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but no, no, I, I agree it, with it, you. PR is too far back. For, as, if we talk about aesthetics, PR is too far back for me. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm on the same might, page there. It also mm -hmm. might be the fact that I know that that game came out so long ago. Mm -hmm. Whereas if Harsh Doorstep comes out, like that's yeah, the aesthetics might not be Call of Duty, but it's still new, you know? Right, there's it's newer a, things. It's like a yeah, mental, I, 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 don't, I don't know, it's, you know what I mean? The, the way I think of it like is, is, is like Star Wars, right? So in... <laughs> If you try to show someone Star Wars now and they didn't watch it as a kid and you try to show them the original 4, 5, 6, a lot of them yeah. <laughs> will just be like, <laughs> right? <laughs> but if you grew up with it, it's like you can go back and rewatch it and it's amazing. But you had to have grown up and had to have had that nostalgia yeah. factor to go back to it, right? Yeah. Whereas like The Mandalorian, right, uses, the, the, the uses uh, what, what do they call it? Where, where it's actual costumes and not CGI. What was was I'm blanking uh, here. Actors? No, not actors. It's <laughs> it's um, 
Yeah, it's like it's like uh, the World War II movies that actually use a Stuka or a Tiger are so much better than mm-hmm. those that have CGI. Yeah, you you actually they have the props <sighs> yeah. and they they actually have that stuff. It, it's 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 like Mandalorian is like they use the old style of how they shot the old movies, but it's newer. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it it doesn't feel like you watch Mandalorian, right? Uh, oh I no, watched, I watched. No, my okay. Oh, no. Here's okay. No, real, my <laughs> wife. She has this thing. All right, no, okay. I didn't know we're going into this, but we're going into this. She has this thing. She doesn't like watching new freaking stuff, but she wants to watch. Like she's watched Friends. <laughs> I, I think maybe twenty. Like she can every episode. She knows Friends. She's watched mm-hmm. Gilmore Girls. She will watch the same shows over and over again. I want to watch The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to watch, or she doesn't want me to watch The Mandalorian without her. She just does not want to watch The Mandalorian. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, I get you. All this right, is so, what I'm talking. You're about. right. So, so, so what I'm what I mean by but The Mandalorian is, like, yeah, you know what I mean. It's like they use like costumes, like actual. Co- they don't CGI some of the characters. Like they're yeah. all, they're actual costumes, so it looks like it's kind of like old old style of shooting, but it's it's a newer version of it, and that's kind of what. What Operation Harsh Doorstep feels like. It fe- Operation Harsh Doorstep feels like the Mandalorian of tactical shooters. That's Did literally what it feels that? like. That's what's good. <laughs> it, it, that's what it feels like to me. But at least, like, yeah, that's that's right. what it feels like it, to me. I don't know. Drake doesn't put that on like a, a quote or something like that and slap mm-hmm. it on the front of Operation Harsh Doorstep, and that's just a missed media opportunity. <laughs> Just yeah. put a put oh, a little God. baby Yoda in in front of it, and there you go. If you yeah. wonder what Operation Harsh Doorstep is, there you go. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We're going all the, all over the place with today's <laughs> today's uh, I'm analogies. Looking, I'm and actually looking metaphors. at our, our notes here. We didn't talk about like we. Talk about some of it, but yeah, no, I mean, we didn't talk about anything. We're supposed to. I mean, we. I mean, it's good, oh, right? It's, we we want to talk about this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Point. That's, that's that's really funny though. Yeah. Oh man. No, I mean, I think uh, at at the end of the day, it's just it's so funny when we we look at all these other games mm-hmm. that have so many different ways to engage, and then we look at a game that we, I think we both agree on is is arguably like more communicative, more teamwork based, or yada 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 yada, and it's it's so just not dynamic. It's just so yeah. straightforward it, it, over it's... and over again. But like at the like I know I we disclaim this at the end of like ninety nine percent of all of our podcasts now, it's not that these games are bad. I just know that they could be doing so much better. That's it. I just know that I know that there's more to this. I know there has to be. There has to be more to this. There has to be a better way of doing all of this. It, it's just oh yeah. After collective yeah. what we probably both have yeah. six thousand hours or something stupid combined on the yeah on the, yeah. Like, after that, you're kind of like. I, I see I can see the foundation of of so much more. And that's what's I think we've we've said it plenty and plenty of times. That's what, what gets a little frustrating when mm-hmm. you feel like dev teams, whether it's squad, whether it's hell let loose, postscriptum, whatever, they seem to be focused on one thing and you're like, dude, I'm telling you, don't not please just fix something else. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's do something else. It's definitely also I think it's compounded by the fact that there are so few of these kind of games. So each yeah. one carries a lot of, they don't really carry a lot of weight, but they kind of carry a lot of weight. You know what I mean? It's not like they, they feel no, that pressure. Get invested, yeah. You only have a couple. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's, it's a small community. It's, it's not like we're going to get squad two next year, like in a, a refresh of the series and we'll see like an improvement. Who knows what happens? Like 
it could very well be that these are the last tactical shooters for a long time. I mean, Operation Hard Door, aside from the Operation Hard Doorstep, which is going to be like coming out soon, like that's yeah. that's that's this, this for all intents and purposes could be it for a very long time. And it's it's I guess it's it it makes me worry. I guess it because I, I I like these games. I like playing these kind of games. I want to see more of these kind of games. I want to keep playing them. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like we don't know exactly what the future holds, and if things continue on the current trend that they're going now, the genre is in trouble to a degree, right? Because we have more games that are just holding and are in maintenance than are being creative and are pushing limits. Yeah, no, exactly. <clears throat> it's It's very frustrating, especially as someone... You know, we're both invested in, in terms of content creation and, and just having, I mean, even on my off time, I'm still playing these games. So mm. Sometimes I play other things, but I mean. It, See, that's that's a big change for me that happened, like, I think maybe last year is I, I stopped playing these games in my free time. I don't play Tarkov, Squad, Postscriptum, Hellies, or any of these games unless, like, I feel like I want to get, because I can enjoy it for that limited time that I'm getting the video. But after that, I, I, I can't, I, I like. I don't know. I've had I I had okay. This is a little bit of I guess yeah how the how the sausage is made or whatever. But mm -hmm. if I am always I I've gone on specifically whether it's squad or Tarkov or whatever mainly squad. I I made sure there was no recording. I made sure there's nothing. I just you know what let's just play a game of squad. Mm -hmm. Just have some fun. Just don't you know maybe not squad leading. Just just kind of chilling it like that kind of stuff. It, it helps me kind of reset and just kind of clear my head and just be like, all right, you know, I can have fun with this. It doesn't have to always be go, go, go. I don't have to make a clippable moment. That's good. That's, to... that's, that's good that you can do that because I, I'll like, for me, I think, uh, it, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's just like, it's a combination of also people like getting to that point where people recognize me where I've changed my name before to just play and it's like i can't get away from that like it's 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 a little annoying and and it just comes with 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 the growth and it's it's fun and it's awesome and i'm happy that it happens to a certain degree but i can't enjoy these games like just for fun anymore because i'll get recognized and then stupid shit happens and it's just like it gets it gets weird sometimes and people always type in the chat and then it gets weird <laughs> and then it's just like I miss I'm that's where door kickers 2 was like really refreshing as well is like door kickers 2 was also a game that like I enjoyed playing on stream so much that I started playing it off stream that's one of those games where I was like I finished oh, streaming and I was like I have to play this more <laughs> and I was like yeah. I I want that feeling back in a tactical shooter yeah it's mm -hmm. um I think you're gonna have to wait yeah I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest yeah, no, yeah, you're gonna have to wait yeah, you're gonna have to wait a little bit for it oh man yeah but well i i i i, I wish it, it feels like we ended on a really sad note actually. um but i'm I, really excited right? on, on everything that is yeah. or is not coming over the next four months five <laughs> months six months it's it's very much bittersweet i think because i think i'm reaching that point and it's funny because i talked to blue about this a little bit is like you reach a certain point in 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 this quote unquote career, I think, where I'm following his path to some degree. Where he was a content creator, he played these games, and then he got tired 
of these games not being how he liked them and he started developing and i feel like i'm oh, starting Karma to go Dev Studios, well huh? even if it's just the modding right even if it's just the modding like i'm, yeah. I'm starting to see the appeal of why he went that route of yeah, why definitely. he decided to try to make a game on his own because like you, you, you do this for so long you get so invested in these games in this niche in this this genre you want it to continue and you start realizing yeah. that in, in order for it to continue in your vision sometimes you just gotta you gotta pick up that hammer you gotta pick up that shovel and do the work yourself and and so that's yeah. that's where i think the sweet part of it is is i know that like I'm, I'm not the kind of person that i'm just gonna whine and not do anything about it like i'm gonna mod it as much as i can i'm going to i'm going to try my hardest to get that experience for myself and those who are looking for that experience. And so that's where I get a little excited about the features because like if the game studios don't do it, I know I'm going to try to do it. So yeah. that's that's where the sweetness is. But yeah, it's uh it'll be interesting to see what happens in twenty twenty one. I hope um I hope the year overall is is much better um than than last year and and, and just across the board. But as we, we were always trying say, to, we were trying to say like it's like we were we hope what 2021 is going to be good it's it's already it's almost mid-february it's almost march mm. I feel like nothing has happened <laughs> i mean you would be correct nothing has happened <laughs> um, i mean maybe that's a better thing than last year i guess yeah, we yeah the whole i mean grand scale of things but yeah like, oh man yeah oh god i'm i'm hopeful i'm i'm going to remain hopeful and as we always disclaim it's it's not as bad as we make it out to seem we're just extremely yes, passionate yeah. so we we always want the best out of everything which is i think it's healthy that there are some people who are always pushing because you know never, never want to get complacent especially with these with with uh what we do and and with uh the games that we play i think yeah. and across the board complacency usually kills things so you know, i don't I think having the dev studios kind of feel like a little fire lit under their ass is good for everyone, right? <laughs> it's good for everyone because, yeah. you know, hopefully they, they, they either perform or a, a, the competitor arises and fills the, fill the, fills the demand. <clears throat> Definitely. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Well, <sighs> that I think, well, I'm looking at our, our notes. We got, we got more for next week because we yeah. touched on maybe one out of, <laughs> yeah here. we'll talk about uh <laughs> the features that set tactical shooters apart and um we'll go into depth on those and and what makes those features <laughs> so great how different games do them if we have a preference for them and all that stuff uh because i think that's something that even i when we sat down to try to brainstorm the topics for today like i was like well what actually makes this game a tactical shooter and what 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 appeals to me from this feature set but yeah that'll be an interesting discussion next week yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I, I've really enjoyed our discussion today. Mm -hmm. um, it, it was it it turned into something that I think was was really uh, interesting to to talk about. Uh, but uh, with with a lot of these mechanics, and you know, we mentioned uh, in our pre notes like the fear for your life is is one thing that you don't really get in something like a Call of Duty. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm really looking forward to uh to really digging into these topics for next week. I think uh, I think y'all will enjoy it. Mm -hmm. should be a good time should be a good time but yeah thanks for listening everyone uh as always you know where to find us youtube spotify um we're all we're, we're gonna be back grinding on these episodes here and uh well the face cam is here to stay so that'll be fun <laughs> uh yeah and i had, I had a good time as always moy thank you so much for uh for helping me out with this it's, it's always we always get some interesting topics and always have a good time so i'm very happy about that
hey, I, you know, we're we're here to please. Yeah. You know, if the if the devs are gonna sleep, then we'll be awake. Yeah. But yeah. Until next time, guys. Take it easy. Be safe and good hunting. Peace.